0: We them are hoes? back, back to even, it is Friday, April 14th, hope you all had a great week, um, I know we have had a fantastic, borderline majestic week up here in the frozen tundra, where it hit fucking 88 this week, Bennett, um, dogs are out, kids are out, Jack's not wearing sleeves to school uh it's it's borderline heavenly up here uh thank you for joining us today excited to take you on a little trip
1: my name is Jeff
0: as always and joined by the lovely
1: hey Ben hey Ben 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 hey Ben oh Ben 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 Ben
0: it'll never not get me Ben Samp how you doing brother
1: what up jeffrey i'm good brother how you doing
0: uh i'm sweaty i turned the air on in the house my man
1: welcome welcome
0: yeah air in april ac in april that's uh that's a it's a stretch for us it's gonna get turned off this weekend it's gonna drop back down but we had a little bit of fucking heat wave my
1: my brother uh yeah i saw it i mean obviously still Obviously, talked to a lot of people back home, and if you watched any Snapchat stories from anyone in the Midwest this week, you will know that it was Tropical Island vibes. Uh, you got, y'all were living the dream. Oh, I will yeah. say, uh, maybe yesterday or the day before, everybody was posting, it was like 84 degrees, and the high here was only 89, which is nuts, because on Tuesday, it was 100 here, and it's the hottest it's ever been on April 11th, was this Tuesday ever in Phoenix, so... Wow. It was hot, dude. We got no we got no build up either. Like y'all, we just went from yeah. our chilly sixties to like, hey, what's up? It's hundred.
0: I had snow to the top of my four and a half foot fence yeah. on Sunday. It was gone on Wednesday. Dude, there's so much fucking Isn't water on nuts? this ground. Yeah. We yeah, and we set two records this week. Crazy. You know, hey, we're good for something. We're gonna set some records.
1: Uh, (laughs) yeah, I didn't really think about it until I was watching one of the Cubs games. I think the crazy one against the Mariners, I don't know if you saw that following any baseball, but the Cubs were down, I think eight rip or seven rip after the second. And then they just stormed back and actually won the game 14 to nine, I think, which was just insane. Um, but anyways, they were talking about the heat wave and they're like, usually this early in the season everybody's wearing you know, stocking caps and all bundled up in the in the stands, and it just didn't like click in my brain because I'm yeah. not in that anymore. You know what I mean?
0: For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I dude, we're liable to get snow still.
1: Yeah, I saw a thing. I didn't know if it was a joke <laughs> or not, but they were talking that there might be some in the forecast, like next week or something, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the gr- it's
0: the ground is so warm now, none of it's going to stick very much. But yeah, dude, I mean, fucking, was it last year or the year before? We got like 21 inches on april 21st
1: yeah that was the year i moved here because i sent a lot of snapchat videos from me at the pool to you guys shoveling snow so yeah you did you did
0: those yeah you're welcome one of your finer moments but yeah so we're we're living the dream i mean i i feel like you had some exciting news that went public this week care to share with the class
1: Sure, dude. Uh, yeah, officially got named uh, the offensive coordinator at Willow Canyon High School in Surprise, Arizona. I'm super excited for it. Big opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's 5A school. Uh, still working through some HR stuff, getting ready for spring ball, but I'm just juiced up to be back around football. Uh, been a long two years, but yeah, I mean, I really appreciate everybody. You know, you post this stuff because you're excited to know everybody what you're doing, and with a lot of people that I haven't talked to in years that were like, hey, congrats, you know, and then people yeah. text and reach out. So I'm appreciative of that. Brandon and TC texts me. He's like, hey, brother, saw your code like back. Like it's just cool, you know. Um, so I appreciate everybody reaching out. But yeah, man, I'm excited. It's a big step. Y'all uh, be, be able to watch because it'll be nine o'clock game time start for you guys at the beginning of the year. So that'll be cool. Televised, huh? Yeah, they're all kind of like dolls. I think they're all going to be on YouTube and stuff. And then there is some, there's some, you know, website like the whatever I know that we had to pay a couple times to watch dolls or whatever, you know, so same stuff. But right, man, right
0: on. So are as as the OC, are you gonna be sideline guy or booth guy?
1: That's funny. That we had a little youth camp tonight, and uh, the ninth-grade head coach is awesome, dude. Can't wait to meet him more. 25 years in coaching. He's an older guy. He was in Desert Storm. Coach Cooch, I don't know. I can't say but he's from the Bronx, dude. Mm-hmm. And he is. He was the man, right, telling us all these stories. But um, he asked me the same question, tonight, and I am a sideline guy. Okay. Uh, I did the boxing the first time I was ever O.C., um, in Grenada, and I'm way too animated uh to be in the box, and that's too close to parents, because yeah. I tend to be like, what the fuck are we doing, you know, like, sure. when things are going bad, right, like, yeah. you're just vocal, and you're like, no, and then you like, get him out of there, and then the parents are sitting right there at yeah. the box, too, you know, so, right. um, it's just a comp- competitiveness thing. And I think I like to coach them up. But here it's also so different from where I'm coming from. We got a 75 inch TV, Jeff, that goes on the sidelines, and the guys come over and we can watch the last series on the TV. It's called <laughs> Game Strap. So, um, it's a little bit different from where I'm coming from, from, you know, shout out to Geck boys, uh, go Jags loved it all, but <laughs> it's very different, right? Uh, this is a huge step. So,
0: wow. Yeah. So five, A, that's, that's the biggest class in Arizona, right?
1: So we technically have some six, A schools, but oh. at football, we have a open division. Okay. So at the end of the year, I think it's the top eight, Um, teams from 4A, 5A, and 6A go, it's either 8 or 16. I'm not sure. Um, But the top, whatever teams go to open division. So, like, hey, if you're, you know, let's say you're, but for everybody's terms, like you're at Fairmont, a 3A school, right? But let's just play hypotheticals, and you're just dominating everybody. Well, then they're going to pull you to the open class, and you're going to play the best teams in the state regardless of enrollment, which is kind of cool. That's sweet. Yeah. I mean, you get to put some pride on the line, right? Like, fuck yeah. I mean, because you guys were actually 4A when you were in school, right? Yeah. We were the second largest
0: class in Minnesota when we, but we had the smallest enrollment in that. Division
1: right, and Fairmont technically should still be a four A 4A school, but they in Minnesota, but they do the the free and reduced lunch thing where that counts towards your enrollment. So if you're a kid on free or reduced lunch, you don't count towards the enrollment number for sports. That's why like Minneapolis North plays one A basketball. Right, right.
0: So interesting, interesting. Well, yes. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're going from what what was it nine man. Yeah, to to this level, give yeah. me a feel for stadium size from, uh, from from Grenada Huntley, East Chain. Shout out, yeah. To Willow Canyon.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, bleacher capacity at Grenada Truman. Probably total between both schools is maybe 200 people, like, on both sidelines, right? Like, that's right. all the seating. Right. Uh, Grenada got a little bit of an upgrade when the tornado rolled through, my second to last year coaching. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, th- I don't know what our capacity is. But, I mean, we got, like, this big blow-up thing the guys run through, and they do the... The fire extinguishers for the fog, right? So I mean, it's a little different. I mean, for I talked sure. about seventy-five inch. TV yeah, on the dude, side like line.
0: that's got to be like. Not only are you going to have to like get back into code Now you got to learn some new technology. Figure out how to utilize. Oh, big it. time, big that's time. Crazy. I mean,
1: the stuff that just. I mean, we coach wants to have uh, twenty guys on staff by the time we start volunteers and paid guys, uh, to work nine through 12. But I mean, so we'll have 20 coaches on the sideline on Friday nights or some be in the box, whatever. Um, obviously like the sideline stuff is nuts with the TVs and and whatnot. And then like the biggest thing for me is we're in Adidas school. So I've worn all Nike. I, Got Grenade Truman to sign Nike deals with b s n so I, everything I had before was all Nike, yeah, so now I gotta do this big switch, but uh coach pulled out tonight. we have six different jerseys that we can wear, <laughs> so we have our whites our blues, a gray, and then like I don't know, it's like it's like a gray, but it's just like a little bit different, like with some blue pattern mixed in there, whatever, and then. This year we added a pink breast cancer night, and then we're doing a black one, and it's military appreciation. And it's pretty sweet. Every twelve jerseys has a different branch of the military patch on it. That's so
0: dope. that's dope. Yeah,
1: yeah. Very so cool. it's uh yeah, we have like twenty different uh, combos we can wear. We won't even wear we won't wear the same combo once throughout the season. Right, it's like fucking Oregon. Pretty much, dude. But, I mean, it's just so different. It's so you know? wild. And we're talking I mean, high school. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It's nuts. And just the, I mean, the school size is like 600 a class, five 600 a class. Um, yeah, man, it's just all different. Have to recruit to keep our our junior high kids in our district. I mean, that's a big thing that we, like, had the youth camp. And we're like, hey, you're going to be a willow cane wildcat, right? Mm-hmm they're like yeah i think so you know and these kids are in wow. fourth fifth grade but it's just like it's just a different world it's exciting, man i'm juiced up about it so oh yeah oh yeah well congratulations dude i know this is appreciate uh, it brother
0: this has been a bit of a journey for you uh getting yeah. back in and hearing the the stories some of them horror some of them just super intriguing to the process and uh, you know i'm glad you got you fought through it all and yeah, you, you got where you needed to be and you, you're right where you need to be now. Right. Like, so go, right. go fucking change some lives and impact some uh, right. kids, you know, football careers and make a fucking right, difference, man. brother.
1: That's right. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, just wild. Dude. Very thankful for this opportunity because it's a big one. I know that there is a lot of people that applied for this job. And like you said, it's been a process. Uh I'm not afraid to share, but I had six interviews at this one school for this. Yeah. Um, I think I had my first one uh, early December and then, you know, finally just got finalized last week. So it's been hard to keep under wraps, but you don't want to jinx stuff either, you know? No. So um, no. keep, keep the people closest to me in the loop and, Yeah, man, we're juiced up. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun fall, and it's going to be different. Um, Not so much excited for, you know, the 120-degree days, but I will tell you, and I think we kind of touched on it a while ago, but we're getting a new turf field. They're installing it right now. Wow. Craziest thing to me, um, so usually the turf has, like, the rubber pellets in it. Yeah. Right? So the black sucks in the heat and makes everything hot. For sure. Um. Our turf field is ground-up coconut shells, and so it's white. That's the palatine, is ground-up coconut shells instead of ground-up tires. So it's supposed to repel heat. Huh. Technology, dude. Science. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so. Ain't that some shit. I wonder, so will the field them, have, like, a different tint?
1: No, it'll look green. I guess they've done it other places. It's huh. just, like, it It literally just helps reduce Reduce the the field temperature. For sure, that's sweet. So, yeah, it's
0: dope, dude. Yeah, it is. I can't it's cool. wait. I can't wait. Well, back to even pod and its listeners are now uh, <laughs> huge fans of Willow Creek. I said that right, right?
1: Willow, Willow canyon. canyon,
0: Willow Canyon. Yeah, my apologies. So I'll give
1: you a little hint. If you're going to talk about uh, a high school in the state of Arizona, insert desert canyon mountain. any of those combinations of words with shadows uh views (laughs) uh you know sunrises sure and you could name about all the high schools in the state right on yeah (laughs) right on that's not confusing no right on
0: cool dude uh yes sir what did you think of the masters last week let's
1: let's fucking crack this open and get into it what'd you think man uh, I loved it. I I think I mean the group was fired up. Text uh, watched the last of it on Sunday at Cold Beers with Ty and uh, Ton. Then some of our friends and I mean I feel bad. I mean I know John Rahm had to play thirty holes too, but Brooks has been used to playing fifty four. Then he had to play thirty on on Sunday, but. I will say Phil's little rise to the top out of nowhere was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why the majors have to have the live guys. That right there is because those guys are still some of the best golfers in the world, hands down. And at any time they can still catch fire. Yeah. Like, do you know how much money a Phil Mickelson top three would have paid you going into the masters? No. It was like plus twenty thousand odds, I thought. Jesus. I mean, it was so out. I mean the guy struggles in these live tournaments to yeah, like not shit finish over there. bottom. Yeah. So I mean it was good. Rombo is just so good. He's on fire right now. Um Yeah. Yeah, man, the storyline was dope. I'm loving Brooks. I really was hoping Brooks could go wire to wire because I used to love Brooks. We talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, man, overall recap. Great masters, fully invested. People almost died this year. That's got to be a first at the Masters. Shit,
0: yeah. they in the lead. <laughs> Tree's falling down on 17. <laughs> Patrons narrowly escaped with their lives.
1: Yeah, and it's so funny because we were texting, and I was, I was coming back from Tucson last Friday, and I'm listening, and they suspended play, and I'm like, good. Because I felt, you know, I was bummed that I was missing a lot of it, right? So I'm sure. listening, and I was like, cool, at least I'll get a watch later this afternoon, whatever. So they suspend play, and I'm heading back, and uh, they're like, yeah, you yeah, know, it sounds like part of a tree fell down on 17, Mark. almost hit some bystanders. And they, like, really played it down. Mike Tarico on the Masters coverage was like, four <laughs> twigs fell off a pine over at 17, <laughs> and we're calling this thing. And then I literally get home, and you sent – you or Justin sent the video, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, no, it's actually three pine trees yeah. that
0: came down. Like 80-foot so, tall pines collapsing (laughs) no big deal yeah that was insane um yeah i mean i obviously loved it uh it's my favorite four-day stretch of sports in the year and um yeah the storylines were pretty pretty riveting and i i think i texted uh everybody as like the ba- not the back nine but the the final 18 started and i think brooks bogeyed like two of his first four or five holes or something i was like here comes the st- here comes yeah. the narrative right that live is not prepping these dudes uh and isn't doing them any any you know service by only playing 54 holes and he can't hold on to a lead cuz up to then uh when he had had a 54 hole lead he was lights out you know yeah, he, 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 he had never lost a tournament. So I, you could see that coming, and you saw some of that bullshit, but, you know, as you mentioned, like, Phil rising up well, was incredible. Um, and, yeah, thank God for Phil Brooks uh, and Patrick Reed, something I never thought I'd say. but Yeah,
1: thank God for Patrick Reed? I don't yeah. think any golf fan ever hopes I've said that. Well,
0: either. for the Liv tour, right. right? Like, Liv is thanking God for them because – but, it, but that also, like, makes me, like, say, man, it just goes to show you, like, how shitty of a fucking product the Live Tour is in that these guys just, they get over there and they do not give a shit. You yeah, know what I, I mean? They don't care. Like, they don't fucking care. Like, Phil has been awful, like, placing in, like, the, last, the bottom 10 in almost right. every event he's played in. Yeah, and everybody
1: was, like, always washed, and that was my thing I was going to tell you. It's like, and we've said it, is, like, all the guys that went to live, they left because they'll never be able to compete again. Just kidding. The oldest of the bunch come over and just about takes the whole damn thing. Yeah.
0: And, and I mean, obviously, I think it's a little bit of lightning in a bottle, and, you know, there's certain horses for certain courses, and, like, that's, you know— Tiger, Phil, like, they played there so many times. They know that thing inside and out. um, That they're always going to, like, compete well. Assuming you don't have, like, a screw pop out of your ankle like Tiger did. Which is fucking crazy. Um, You know, they they, they always have a chance there just because they know the thing so damn well. Um, Yeah, that you know, I was a little disappointed in Sunday afternoon that Brooks fell apart. Because... It was kind of a ho-hum, not super exciting final round. Rahm was just running. It would have been great if he'd have at least put up a fight, but he didn't even put up yeah. a fight. You know?
1: Yeah, he, he no, ran it fell away off big. It. Yeah. He did. Um, I mean, it was. I still enjoyed it because For sure. the game of golf is beautiful. And on the last hole, I mean, Rambo went hard right, and it was like, what's happening, you know, I mean, people can crumble, right? That's the For thing sure. we love about sports. And in the game of golf, he could have given up three or four strokes on that hole. That's yeah. a thing that could happen, right? You just fall apart, but obviously it didn't. I will ask you one question. Yeah. Is that the last time we ever see Tiger Woods play competitive golf? No.
0: Um, but I don't think he'll win again.
1: No. Father-son tournament, maybe because Charlie's coming.
0: Yeah, um, I think he'll give it a couple more goes. Uh, super unfortunate that you know he had he got the worst draw. Yeah, you know, uh, had to go out in shitty weather and then had his round stopped and had to try and get in. You know, thirty fucking holes in a day and yeah, it's just not going to work for him. You know, dude's no. playing on you know robotic limbs uh her robotic leg basically and yeah it's too bad you know you you can see the dude wants to like fight but there's only so much you can do when your body is literally giving up on you
1: it's just so tough to see because golf is the game where you play forever, right? Like you play till you're 90. Yep. And the greatest of all time. I mean, I understand like it was outside things. It was the car accident, all that stuff. But to just see his body, just be like, no, we're done. And him be hardly be able to walk. I will say if he ever gets a cart exemption, he's going to run away with it. He, he said he doesn't want one. I know. But if they gave him one, if they said you can. For sure. He would, he would have been right up there top five. For sure. Yeah, Because he knows, he even said in his pre-week press conference, he was like, the hardest part for me is having to walk yep. this whole course four days in a row.
0: Yeah. And it. I think everybody understands how crazy that course is, but it's really hard to understand how crazy that course is until you've been there. Sure. Right? Like, uh, I have a couple friends who've gotten the pleasure of going, and they said, like, we understand it's not – even terrain anywhere from the broadcast and whatnot. But they're like, when we get, when you get there and you see like the elevation changes on every single hole and no there's not a flat fucking surface on that golf course, except the tee boxes. Yeah. They're all slanted, you know, fairways are, you know, slanting one way or the other up and down. And it's, it's just uncomfortable when all you want is stability (laughs) on a fucked up leg. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's tough to watch. It's too bad. Um, so, no, I do not think. I don't think I'll, we'll see him win again. But I'm sure he'll get no. out there once or twice.
1: Yeah, How long till Charlie gets the amateur tag to run? Probably two or three years, I suppose, huh? And he can compete for that? How old is Charlie, 15? Oh, God, I don't think so. I think he's like 12 or 13. Oh, I thought he was older. No. Let's look it up. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's only that young, he's going to be way better than Charlie Woods. Yeah, he's 14. So 14. All right. Okay, but still, he's going to be a freak. He's going to be so good. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's Charlie Woods' prodigy. That's the first thing on... On Google.
0: (laughs) Yeah, on April April 13th. Oh, shit. Today, he posted a career low 68 with his dad as a caddy.
1: Today? Charlie did? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that crazy? And he's probably playing from
0: the tips. Uh, No, there's no way. I bet they're Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but the that there's no way those the cor- that course would be like seventy five hundred yards.
1: So just scrolling on this stuff, Charlie has already made. It says from one point five to five million dollars in the game of golf. <laughs> so he's not an amateur correct crazy so i don't know what that means take it for what it's worth but
0: anyways it'll be fun to watch him rise up that's for sure and see see tiger out there you know rooting him on that has been cool to see that transition right for sure
1: that'll be a bummer though because i mean there's no way to well maybe he'd be able but he's carry the bag just uh, would be such a good story, like Charlie's first time at the Masters Tiger Caddies for him. And maybe Charlie will be like, Dad, I'll carry my own bag, but you're going to caddy for me.
0: That'd be crazy, but awesome. Yeah. Well, no, what would happen would. Oh, interesting storyline.
1: Well, c- caddies could probably
0: get a cart. No, no, <laughs> not out there. No, um, not
1: like drivable cart, but like a, like a bag cart. You know, like cart. the one you push. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, but I, I feel like he's such a purist that Tiger would never do that. What, here's, here's my prediction. Uh, way out there on a limb. Tiger will, the last Masters he plays, will be the first one that Charlie plays, and they'll play together.
1: Mm.
0: And it'll be like a ceremonial thing, you know, because he can yeah. play until he decides to stop. Correct. You know he's got a lifetime exemption, so
1: <laughs> I think that'll be his that'll last be, one. Be a sweet to see him be eighty years old and play in the par three tournament. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah,
0: fuck yeah. Um, it's also draft season. Hey, Amen. Shifting gears, uh, you put a little thing out here that says Lamar to the Vikes is dead. Yeah. Tell me tell me about this.
1: Why why are why are we going down this path now? There's no way Odell Beckham Jr. signs with the Ravens if Lamar's not coming. Hmm. And the Ravens gave him a a one-year deal worth up to $18 million. And so for it to be that incentive based, I looked at it, it's like basically he gets uh 1000 dollars. Yeah, 1000 dollars per receiving yard. Mm-hmm. until a1,000, and then if it's a1,000 or he leads the team, then he gets a million dollars. Yeah, it's just nuts, man. I mean, there's just the same thing in catches. If 100 catches or leads the team a million dollars, 25 catches gets 250,000 dollars. Sure. Uh, it's just a very incentive-driven contract. It's not, I mean, the, the numbers on it are small if he doesn't hit the incentives, obviously, right? So yeah. for Lamar or for Odell, you're not signing that deal unless Lamar's coming. I mean,
0: so two things. One, I, I, my perception of Lamar not wanting to be there was always based on they weren't willing to pay him. Right the team's not good enough around me. Right. Right. So what
1: would have changed in that scenario? I don't know, but then there was a FaceTime picture of Lamar and Odell and the Lamar or Odell said Lamar recruited me here. Interesting.
0: Okay. So, um, then my other thing would be like, well, how many other fucking
1: options did, did Odell have? I think quite a few. I mean, I think there was probably a lot of one year deals like that. Yeah. But the Ravens needed that one extra push to be like, Okay, Lamar, like like we even got you another you know, we got you another toy. We got you Odell. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean there was a lot of people that they said was in the Odell stakes, but yeah. I just think I just think it's probably off the table now. If I'm being yeah. honest. I mean,
0: I look it was always a pipe dream um and a long shot and something that's super exciting to talk about but i think like if i take my vikings hat off i still just kind of get back to that whole lamar thing like his whole deal was he wants to get paid and they're not willing to pay him and so it's like dude like well are you going back on that now which from your perspective it sounds like he will Um, well
1: I don't know. I think he's in the Kirk Cousins spot. He's going to get franchise tag twice in a row, and he's like, okay, somebody probably told him, hey, dude, actually, this is really good for you because I'm pretty sure a franchise tag is fully guaranteed. So yeah. if he gets back-to-back years, and you get the average of the top five salaries at your position. Nope. so Mahome, I don't think with the one he got hit with. Yeah, but they haven't put a tag on him yet. Because, or it was the tender. They put the tender on him, the offer sheet. But now, if they don't sign him to a deal... So, the the thing that they have on him is the tendered offer sheet. So, somebody could match it. And if they matched it, and then the Ravens could match theirs or whatever. Or they could... The Ravens get compensation if he leaves. But if they franchise tag him outright, then he's... And I, I I mean that's how I understood it. I could be wrong, but if he takes that two years, I mean this year fully guaranteed they'd probably do it again. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I always thought there were two Oh, there are three types of tags in the NFL. So there's a non exclusive franchise. Okay. Um which is the you know, take the average of the top five, the exclusive five or the exclusive franchise. um, Non-exclusive or most commonly used. um, And that's the – so the non-exclusive – okay, so that's what he got hit with. It's still top five, but I thought – The non-exclusive. Yeah. yeah. That's where they can negotiate with other teams. The exclusive – uh, you cannot. Because it's just them. You cannot negotiate. Um, yeah. And then there's a transition tag. Which is, like, lesser. I think it's, like, top 10 or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Never
1: mind. But the franchise tag is $36 million for Lamar this year. Or for yeah. any quarterback. Yep. If anybody got franchise tag? as quarterback. Right. Fully yeah. guaranteed. Yep. So, take it. So I probably, I mean, same boat, you get your, you get the fully guaranteed contract you want and your top five highest paid. Yeah. And then you get it again next year and it'll probably be 40 million. So now you made 76 million in two years and then you hit the market and then whatever happens, happens.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. You're kind of it, it like what Kirk did, right? Like you're betting that you're going to continue to perform for the next two years and be able to get that next big contract
1: yeah Obviously. which he will i mean at that point lamar hits the market somebody's gonna pay him assuming
0: he doesn't get horribly injured
1: that's true but also i'm hoping that he hires an agent by then <laughs> not saying that you can't represent yourself but that definitely has hurt him in this process because you have to do all the negotiation you can't be going you can't be at practice right. while your agent is calling right. the, you know what I mean? Calling the GM and working stuff out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a taxing thing. I understand not wanting to pay those guys probably 15%, which is a ton of money at, at that stage, but sure. Whatever. I mean, also if he doesn't, if he gets franchise tag the next two years, $76 million is a pretty good setup for life. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not terrible. No, no,
0: not terrible. I take it yeah for sure for sure
1: uh other nfl news real fast commies got sold today i saw that
0: that's crazy
1: six billion dollars for the commies that's crazy money franchises dude i mean what's so crazy to me is lincoln financial field Mm -hmm. or excuse me fedex whatever that is called yeah is one of the worst NFL stadiums. Like, year in, year out, it's, yeah. like, voted the worst. People think, like, this place sucks. I mean, a couple of years ago, remember the the half the stands fell almost on to Jalen Hurts? Do you yeah. remember that? The fans yeah. leaning over and it the, just collapsed? Absolutely, yeah. Um, not a good look. But the the Waltons, who own Walmart, they bought the freaking Broncos for $4.5 and, mm-hmm. and the commies sell for $1.5 more. Yeah. That's just nuts. I mean, it's not, $1.5 billion is so much money. (laughs) How much money
0: is $1.5 billion?
1: (laughs) Crying out loud.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I, I think he was in a different spot in that he wasn't trying to
1: sell. Yeah. I wonder right. what old Dan Snyder paid for the at the time the Redskins. It wasn't a lot by
0: comparison. Um but yeah, like he was essentially being pushed out, so you know, he he wanted more, <laughs> which I, you know, I don't blame him. I would too if I was being forced out. You know, I'm not going to walk away freely I'm like, "Oh yeah, take it." You know, I'm going to maximize yeah. my return. Um and I'm sure, you know, whoever's coming in is going to work with whoever to build a new stadium and whatnot, because yeah, that place is a shithole. And or upgrade it, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, six is crazy. Um which makes you think like God, what would be you know, what's the value of the Cowboys?
1: It's ten ten billion dollars easily. Yeah. Ten to twelve. Um Dan Snyder made eighty six percent margin on on the <laughs> On the Washington Redskins. Wow! So he so pretty he, good. He paid like three for it. No, he paid eight hundred million. Oh, you mean so, so he so he he sold them at eighty six percent margin. If you were a business guy, you were selling something for eighty six percent margin. That was his markup essentially on the on the old commies. Wow! Wow! So. You make $5.2 billion and you own a football team for 20 years. That's, Pretty sweet. That's not bad.
0: Not to mention all the I'd money be all you in. made. I'd be all in. Yeah, while you were operating it. That's crazy. That's nuts, yeah. dude. That is nuts. How do we get <sighs> into that? I don't know. <laughs> you can't.
1: Literally, you can't. No.
0: Help. No. Well, and like. So who bought it? Like it's the guy who owns the 76ers. The 76ers. And, yeah. And Magic Johnson.
1: Yeah, and somebody else. Which those me I mean they just throw those names on there as tags. Magic maybe gave 2 million dollars to it, but it just helps. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: I'm sure he probably
1: can afford more. That dude's a billionaire yeah, himself. But, but you get what I'm saying, like for those sure. minority ho- holders, they're they're just names to boost it up. Absolutely. Well, like A-Rod
0: with the Wolves. Right, uh, Mark Laurie and A Rod led the group. Yeah. Right, but Lori probably pitched in ninety percent of the money, and then he got investors from, you know, to fill out the, the remaining ten. And A Rod's actually like the face, which is super right. weird.
1: Which sports guy? I'm sure they're. Yep,
0: hundred percent. That's what. He, that's what they're doing. So.
1: How much did the was I think Jeez. It, I think it
0: was like one point one or one point two billion or something.
1: Tim sale. Oh yeah. How much? Yeah. 1.5 billion, 1.5. but it was for the T-Wolves and the Lynx, So yeah. 750 million a piece. <laughs> yep. Even Steven. Battle <laughs> <That'll> nine. Oh, <laughs> uh, That was good.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. That's- but that's just
1: nuts to think about. I mean, even the T-Wolves for a one point five billion dollars, dude. They're fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it's just to own a pro franchise is so nuts. Yeah. I mean, you know who Tom Rosen is right. Yeah, from Fairmont. Oh yeah. So known Tom for a long time. Reed was a year older than us. Um, but Tom, one time when Hank Brown's parents owned the restaurant in town called Serenades. We are in there having a couple beers, whatever, watching, and the Twins were on, and Tom came around the corner, and they were losing big. And he's like, the Twins, let me tell you. And I looked at Tom Rosen. I said, well, Tom, why don't you buy him? Yeah. Because that's the only person I could ever say anything like that to. <laughs> hey, Tom Rosen probably could. He's on the Forbes 500 list. So, um, yeah, he's a wealthy man, but just insane to think about. The freaking Timberwolves being 1.5 billion for sure. For sure. Well,
0: I, what did the Vikings sell for to the Wolves?
1: That's a good question. Look at this rabbit hole we've gone down. We are lost. Not much, I'm sure, because just times have changed. Uh, 600 million. I was going to say. The Wilfs and five partners purchased the Minnesota Vikings from Red McCombs in 2005 for 600 million dollars. So, the what's the Vikings franchise worth now? I mean, oh god, it's got to be four three point nine three billion dollars right now. Yep, crazy, dude. (laughs) God, we got to come up with Amazon or something. I'm
0: on it. I mean, will get back to you next week. We'll figure it out. It's so just easy. nuts. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. I don't even. Yeah. It's got to pop. The bubble's got to pop at some point. I don't point. know
1: if it, I mean, the NFL, I don't think it will. Like, the NFL is worth so much money, Jeff. Yeah, like, they make so mm-hmm. much money. Mm hmm. It's just an unbelievable market, man. I mean, what a thing too to think like, oh, I'm I'm Jerry Jones. I own this ten billion dollar team. Mm-hmm. And but, I mean, the things that, it's just nuts, man. So I here's what's
0: here's what's weird. Here's the, and I'm sure someone who understands valuations and whatnot uh, could explain it to us uh, in layman's terms. But like they, they say it's like a $20 billion league, right? Like that's, the, reven- higher. that's the revenue they produce, TV contracts, tickets, um, advertising, etc. cetera. Right. Like that's the revenue the league generates in a year. Sure. Um, but then all these franchises are worth, you know, four, five, six, right. And there's 30 of them.
1: And I get the NFL right.
0: doesn't own them all. But they own none of them. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. Like, how are the collective values of the franchises, you know, probably two hundred and fifty billion dollars, and the league's only a twenty million, twenty billion dollar a year industry. Which then, if you divide that by thirty-two, you know, you're, well,
1: you want to you want to know how I just found this this that. This is how all those teams are worth this much, right? The National Football League increased its media rights agreement by 82% to an astonishing $111.8 billion in March of 2021. This implies that the total payout to 32 NFL franchises will climb from around $220 billion to almost $377 billion between now and 2032 when the contract expires.
0: Yeah, so that's 10 years. Again, so now, right. you know, now it's a 30 billion dollar a year league, right? So it's 30 billion so, a year.
1: Yeah, but that's essentially say that every team in 10 years over the next 10 years is going to get 10 billion dollars. So even if you bought the team today, right, at for 6 million dollars sure. like somebody sure. did. No, I know. They're going to get 4 billion dollars back.
0: Right. Right.
1: They're going to make 4 billion dollars.
0: Yeah. I know. It's just nuts, dude. Yeah, it's, it's play money. It's play money. Yeah, it, I, I, it, I fail to comprehend the, those numbers, right? So, and then, then, like, my mind goes even like further, like down a rabbit hole. Like, how much would you have to pay to like buy? I don't know, fucking Amazon.
1: Trillions, literal trillions mm-hmm. of dollars,
0: right? Because what's uh, uh. I just google like amazon's annual revenue
1: jeez louise amazon's net worth of quarter ending december thirty first twenty twenty two was four hundred and sixty point nine eight billion dollars yeah, so that's their net worth
0: net so their annual revenue is five hundred and fourteen billion billion dollars yeah
1: the net worth is the
0: shit you own no i know (laughs) i know
1: they own 461 billion dollars worth of shit and they make 500 billion dollars a year what do you think bezos is raking in dude A lot, what a nerd! What a yeah. nerd! Well, he, yeah, I mean, it's all stock.
0: Uh, Apple has almost 200 billion dollars in cash. That's crazy,
1: that's <laughs> insane to me.
0: Just, just on hand in case they need to buy the NFL,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to comprehend how much money is out there. Anyway, it's just nuts. So, if if Amazon has a 500 500,
1: financial 101 with uh, Jeff and Ben this week, we've gone from discussing the English language to discussing the pigment into your skin. And now, this week, you get a financial lesson from two dweebs with not even close to those dollars added up together, everything we've ever thought about owning. We don't touch that. Correct.
0: Correct. Correct. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. You made a fun sports bet this week.
1: Please, Louise, dude.
0: Got roasted for it. So
1: why don't it you tell everybody what it. you think
0: a total base is?
1: That's stupid. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world. Okay. So started last week on the pod. And I was working my double up, right? Mm-hmm. She so got like three or four days in a row. So I was down to put down a $15 bet, whatever I was at. Aaron Judge, two plus total bases was plus 100. Like, easy. The guy gets on, moves a second, easy. In my head, I was thinking like, okay, that's easy. He'll hit a single. He'll go to second base. That's easy money. Plus 100, take it. I don't watch the Yankees game, by the way. And all of a sudden, I look up, and I'm like, oh, Judge scored. I saw the the stat. I was like, Judge scored? Sweet. So that bet hit. So I got to start looking for my next one. Yeah. J.K. LOL, there's not more money in our FanDuel balance. And I'm like, what's going on here? So at first, I tweeted at FanDuel, and I deleted it. <laughs> but... <laughs> I said someone explain this to me like I'm 5. How does this happen? Like how how does this make sense to anybody? Sure. I said because he walked, he got there's one base, right? And then he scored a run. So that should be a total of 4. And at first I'm like, I cracked the code here dude. <laughs> like this is it. This is how we're going to make all our money sports betting. This is fucking. Cuz I always easy. say prop bets, right? Like prop bets, that's it. Well, you can't get hit by a pitch, you can't walk, you can't do it. Basically, you got to hit. You got to get a hit and it yes. doesn't matter if you get a hit and you touch first base and then you score a run, that doesn't count. Correct, that does not. It's you have to hit a double or you have to hit two singles to get Correct. two plus bases Correct. or one home run, whatever, yep. or a triple. But the dumbest rule in sports betting, it doesn't make sense. It fired me up I just really thought I was on something big is all. And I clearly was not. So, <laughs> um, so
0: yeah, you had texted it. Right. And I'm like, I, I'm I, in my head. I'm going, man, what's going on here? What does he not like? What, what's the confusion? Um, Cause I'm not seeing like a base hit. All I see is that he scored. I'm like, why are you thinking something happened here? And I'm I'm like about to respond. Um, but then my brother chimes in. He's like, yeah, that happened to me once too. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. And I'm just like, oh shit. Okay. Well, either Justin's an idiot or I don't understand the bet. Right. So then I I go back and I look at your bet and I go to the box score. I'm like, well, he doesn't have any fucking hits. Like what's going on? Like shit. Apparently my brother's dumb. Like he doesn't understand baseball, uh, which is fine. Um, yeah, absolutely. dude. It's total batted bases.
1: But that's what it should be named. Correct. That's what the bet I, should be named. Total batted bases or total number of bases from hits. Sure. Whatever. But total batted basis sounds, cool. sounds great. That sounds great. We should way more so that for sure. Not total basis. Mm-hmm. Total basis is he hit four. Four is probably plus two ninety. The FanDuel <laughs> owes me money now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. It's it's off your bat, brother. Uh, cuz dude, there's just so many ways to reach on an error, For sure. fielder's choice, walk, hit by pitch, like the that shit don't count.
1: I deleted my tweet instantly, by the <laughs> way, too. Once we got once I got the response from the crew, I literally tweeted at Fanduel, I was like, "Please explain to me like I'm 5 how this is a two plus total basis. <laughs> And I wish they would have, because it would have been like, listen here, moron. <laughs> and if you do click on um, like the total bases and you hit info, it'll it tell does you. Say, does not include hit by pitch. Does not include you know, stolen bases.
0: Whatever. They need to add a, ah. They need to add to it though. Clearly, does not include
1: moving around the bases. Correct. Yeah, I will read it to you right now. It says, man, let's just go to this next game. Uh, of course, that's not on there. Oh, middle of 10, So I can't tell you. Well, next week I'll have it ready for you guys.
0: Love it. Love it. Um.
1: Well, oh, here we go. Here we go. I found all right, it. All right. All right. Total bases are recorded through hits by the listed player. They do not include blocks, hit by pitch, stolen bases, reach on errors, or feelers' choices. So, they do tell you that, but they don't really tell you that,
0: if I'm telling you. If that's making any <laughs> It's sense. the fine print, right? The fine print always fucks you.
1: Gets you every time. Gets every, you every time.
0: Every time. Every time. You know what else gets so, you every time? No. Being a fucking Minnesota sports fan.
1: Which one are we talking about? Where do you want to start?
0: <laughs> Throw a fucking dart, dude. Um,
1: Should we shit on some college kids for a second? It,
0: it, well, that's obviously where the frustration lie, is, is stemming from uh, for me, right? Uh, you know, Dalt said it nicely. The curse is real.
1: I think Dalt said that. Maybe that was one of my one of my high school friends. I don't think that. Dalton would have said that because he's an Iowa fan, so he'd probably laugh inside. Hey, how's Iowa's hockey team doing, Dalton? <laughs> oh, wait.
0: Yeah, it must have been one of my buddies from high school. Um, it said the curse is real. And it's so goddamn true, dude. Like, not that it was a lock, and I know some people play some bets based on what I was saying last week about the gophers winning the national title. Uh, I know two guys. <laughs> um, but that was like as close to a, man, we've got a shot. Like we've got a real legitimate shot. And they're the, the they're heavy favorites um, in all the games that they were going to play. And I mean, for crying out loud, like two of them walked off the ice, got on a plane and played in the NHL the very next day.
1: Yeah, actually though.
0: You know what I mean? So it's like. It, it that was that was the the thing that was gonna like lift the lid and it did not and it's just in crushing typical minnesota fashion right crumble in the big fucking moments and i i just my initial question is what did we do who have
1: we offended to get you know? shit on like this <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question. I will say I've never been more happy to be chewing down on a seafood tower at Ruth's Chris and not watching a game than then. <laughs> when I saw the text coming through from the boys, I was like, oh, no. Because I was curious. I was, like, trying to get it on my phone a little bit, like, so I did just refresh, right, and check the score. And I think they were up 2-1 or 2-0. They're up 2-0. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, yep, yeah, We're good. Gophers win a national championship tonight. That's cool. I'm not heavily invested in Gophers hockey anymore. I touched on it last week. But still, yeah. you still want to see. It's just nice to see one go in, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, it's just nice to see one go in. And I know we have the links and yep. all that other stuff. But I would like to see the men's teams win one once in a while. All right? Yep. Yep. So... um yeah, dude, pretty frustrating. I don't know what Minnesota fans did. It probably, honestly, it stemmed. It's very similar. What was that? I think I sent you guys that, or, or I, you guys sent it. Somebody sent it to our group, and it was like, the guy was like, Minnesota Vikings fans are the most bandwagon fans, and the guy cut the video off. He's like, no. These people are there all the time. They don't care, win or lose. That's why. Just Vi- Minnesota fans, I mean – we're always like, well, we'll get them next year, you know, and we packed the house on everything. Twins game at 1102 on a Tuesday, sold out. Like, that's just what they do. And it doesn't matter, man. We'll just never see one. I just honestly believe it. It's just uh, a curse of Minnesota sports in general. Just, I mean, why I even cheer anymore? Just turn sports off. Screw it. Yeah, it's, it's rough.
0: Um, the, the, it, and it's pervasive. And, like, it, it extends to all of them. And, like, the Timberwolves are just a wild measure of ineptitude. Right? Like, I, I saw did it. Did you watch
1: the play-in game?
0: Uh, I did not. I did not. And maybe that's why. We're all fair weather or some dumb shit. I don't fucking know. Um, I think I caught the end of it and they lost, right? Um, but I saw some tweet about, like, the Timberwolves and, like, how they've, they've only made the playoffs, like, three times in 19 years. Um, yeah. And there was some crazy stat. The Timberwolves' seventh leading scorer is David West.
1: Of all time?
0: Of all time. Do you know who the Lakers' seventh leading scorer is?
1: Probably it's probably uh on the team. It's probably Magic. It's fucking Shaq. Yeah, okay. A little, little one, different. Of the,
0: one of the greatest players of all time.
1: You know what I mean? Like oh, <laughs> also, here's the other fact on the T-Wolves. I saw earlier this year. I don't even know who the Timberwolves head coach is. I don't really care about NBA basketball. as has been proven, but I'll watch now. Do you know who that coach is for the Timberwolves, Jeff? Uh, I
0: think it's Chris Finch.
1: Okay. He's now second all-time in head coach wins to flip. You know how many wins he had when he broke the record? No. <laughs> 92. Oh, you know how shit. many games they play in a season? 82. So 10 more games played in a season of wins makes that guy second all-time as a Minnesota Timberwolves coach. Yeah. How nuts, man. How nuts is that? It's
0: ineptitude. That, that's hard to comprehend. And the Wild aren't much better. Uh, they, had no. a, they had a, a run um, Yeah. in like 03, and they got to the Western Conference Finals.
1: Like, the second year of being a franchise is one of the best moments in franchise history.
0: But otherwise, they've lost first round every time since.
1: Uh, One other time, they got past first round. I know it for a fact because they beat um, beat the Avs in the first round in,
0: like, game seven. So they've had one appearance since then out of the first round. Uh, yeah, that was I think that was also around the last time the Timberwolves were in like the Western Comp. The only time the Timberwolves were in the Western Conference Finals it was like 02, 03, somewhere in there with KG.
1: Yeah, that was the old KG for MVP, Sprewell, Sammy yep. C, Michael, Candy. Yep. That was a good squad, though. Sixth grade shout out. Flash. Um Paying yeah, Joe Smith the, under the table. That was the best. That was the best the Timberwolves have ever been.
0: Yeah. It's And then obviously, we can get into Vikings. We could get in, you know, God bless the Twins, the only team that ever did anything for us. But
1: man, like, what did we do? What did we do? (laughs) You know, you know what I think it honestly is this curse came from? The do you know how many lakes are in Los Angeles? None. Oh, okay. The Lakers used to be in Minneapolis. And all, you know, they have all the stars on the court. And yep. It's all the Lakers NBA championships. I yeah. think there's, like, 16. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, 10 of them were won in Minnesota. And then they take them to L.A., right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many North Stars are in Dallas. Right. But it's not a lot. Nope. And so it's like the Minnesota has had these true, tried-and-true franchises who were very good. Yeah. And then they left. Right? Yep. Well, Dallas Stars, that franchise. They went on, they've had a lot of success. Right. Yep. Obviously the Lakers been good forever. Yep. Just what would what what would the Minneapolis Lakers be like today? What would the Minnesota North Stars be? Everybody would probably hate us, Jeff, because we'd be that we'd be the Boston of the two thousands.
0: <sighs> It'd be nice. I just want one, yeah. Ben. I just want one. And I know. I mean honestly, I so after they they lost, I texted uh Dwyer and I was like straight up like no bullshit do you think we'll ever see a title? And he goes, No, if I'm being honest, probably not. <laughs> it's, it's just so heartbreaking. Uh, it is.
1: But that's why you know we're all the most loyal people in the world. We Correct. are the dogs. Correct. We are the dogs of the world. Minnesota sports fans, if you're a single gal listening to this pod, find a diehard Minnesota sports fan because he's not going to leave you. He's <laughs> going to be the most loyal thing in the world to you. That's right. You right. can treat him like shit too
0: because he
1: ain't leaving.
0: Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Kick him. You don't have to feed him. Yep. Yeah. You know,
1: Kick him when he's down.
0: Yeah, scratch no. his belly once a once a month, and he'll come running back. You know, give us one big win uh, every four years, and uh, we think it's the we think it's our Super Bowl.
1: Fuck, man. Yeah, no, we're stupid, dude. Christ, it does piss me off because Bart Clayton, he grew up in Jordan, Montana, right? Yeah, and Bart's a Chiefs fan. Yep. And I remember when we were coaching together. In grenade, Obviously, these kids didn't know that Bart was from Montana. Yeah. But Bart wore a Chiefs hat one day to practice. I think the Chiefs were playing on Monday Night Football, and it was a Monday, whatever. Mm -hmm. And one of the kids goes, Chiefs fan, huh? You live in Minnesota. And Bart looked right at the kid, and he goes, Well, Chris, there's 32 teams, and I chose one. And sometimes it's just like, man, (laughs) why didn't I choose a different one? Right. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, and... Dude, I could, I've lived all over this country.
1: Yeah, why didn't you fall in love with somebody else?
0: I don't know, right? Like, why didn't I stay in love with the Denver Broncos? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, the New York, well, not the Jets, but the fucking Giants. Or, I
1: know, I loved the Giants for a while too. I loved Eli. And it's like, why didn't I just stay on that train in yeah. the eighth grade? Why didn't I just ride that yeah. out? Right. Would would have been pumped up about two Super Bowls, whatever.
0: Yeah, or the Cardinals. Could have been the Cardinals, you know? No,
1: that's not good. You don't want that, Jeff. I live here now. It's, <laughs> you saying. don't want
0: that. I'm just saying. All right? Just saying. <sighs> I could have picked anybody. and uh, You can. I picked Minnesota.
1: <laughs> I will say, at least, thank God for us growing up poor and not having any real TV to watch in the summer and having WGN America to make me a Cubs fan. <laughs> Because right here is the 2016 World Series portrait, and that was dope. That was sweet as a fan. I bet. And then I felt like less of a fan because you hear all these stories from people in Chicago who grew up in, like, family generations, right? Like, I remember a story of a guy taking a portable TV to his father's graveside and sat in there and watched Game 7 with... With his dad because his dad never saw one. Jeez. It's like, well, I'm not that deep, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was still dope. I mean, I still yeah. enjoyed it. But I will tell you, you have one of your favorite teams win one, then you wake up the next day, life goes on. For I mean, sure. it's really for sure. You I don't know, have a Cubs World Series ring, so yeah, they didn't call me.
0: No, I, I'm almost wondering if I'm the curse. No, because the Twins won a World Series in '91. That's true. And Jeff Heinrich and his family moved to Minnesota in 92.
1: Yeah. Or maybe it's Justin and all of us, because I was born post. Oh, series. yeah. It's
0: probably your I fault. was
1: born November 8th. I mean, that was literally probably a couple yeah. weeks prior right. to I'm me. I'm off Vietnam. the hook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we haven't seen anything since. But, you know, if we wanted to know what it's like, I know a fanatic. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's there's an episode on another podcast where you can hear him explain his his uh, euphoric experience in glorious I will, detail.
1: I will say right now, I don't know what it would cost, what we'd have to do, and I I I think he listens to this, so I'm just gonna throw it out there. If you're listening, and you own a DJ production company. <laughs> and you throw sweet Super Bowl parties with fireworks and confetti cannons at your home yep. when when your team's in the Super Bowl, do you think he would do one for all of his Vikings fan friends if that day ever came?
0: For sure. I, I would almost guarantee it.
1: Because I don't want to experience it any other way than he has.
0: Correct. Yeah, that would be epic. Uh, but, I will say, you might be the only person there because the, all of us up here would be so scared to attend a party like that and think we're going to jinx it.
1: <laughs> you know, I've thought about that for a long time, too. We're like, even I think more this year when the Vikes were doing good, right? And we were winning all these one-score games I'm like yeah. this, so it's going to end. And then I have the big comeback against the Colts. And then it was here. And yeah. I was like, it's going to cost a ton of money, but it's literally here. <laughs> and I could drive to the game. I could drive home. And I can watch it in person, or do I want to be by myself in a spare bedroom? Con, stay out. You yeah, don't understand. Correct. And enjoy that moment by myself. Yeah,
0: that's a that's a, that would have been a an interesting decision. Thankfully for you, you know the Vikings didn't happen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> didn't even
0: give you the fucking opportunity. So no,
1: no, uh, no. Shout out the Giants.
0: Fucking hell. Changing gears. Uh, a lot of one of the other things I wanted to touch on a big moment celebrations, yeah, you know, like intercept the turnover chains, you know, all that shit that you kind of saw like coming through in football and whatnot. What did you have a take on that? Like, what do you think of that shit?
1: I don't really love them to be honest. I think like the turnover chain was by far the first one, yeah, right? yep. and that was kind of cool, but then like everything else in the world. Everybody does something. Yep. Now, I remember, like Tennessee did, like a turnover dunk, and so somebody would hold one of them little backboards over their defensive coordinator, yep. and the guys would come through and dunk on their DC. And then everybody just has these plays on them, and they get turnover belts or touchdown belts, and then it's just overplayed. Yeah. Right. Like Absolutely. you got to be the first, or you can't do it. Yes. So I almost love the more now teams that don't. Right. And I think I know where you're going with this, and I love it. Baltimore? Yeah.
0: Orioles? Yeah.
1: Well, beer bong celebration yeah. well, in the
0: dugout? And they call it the dong bong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they they bong, they do a beer bong rip of a Gatorade.
0: So, I think that's fucking hilarious. For sure. <laughs> in, no, in no way is that, like... Uh, you know, a meant to like be a shining moment. Like it, they're, they're making fun of it. I feel like, at least I hope they are. And I think it's just perfectly executed in that you do Absolutely. something so ridiculous that you cannot help but laugh at how stupid it
1: is. Oh, it's, it's great. Yep. I also, um, let's see here. I'm trying to find. Yeah, this is from 2020, but it's probably not far off. The average age of the Baltimore Orioles is about 27 years old right now. So they're just a bunch of young guys having fun. Correct. Right. So, I mean, they know they're probably not supposed to win a lot of baseball games and they won't. Correct. And that's cool. Like, we're going to, we're professional athletes. We're going to have a blast. Yeah, So, it's well, so I'm funny. down with it. And I also, you don't see it in pro sports. So no. it's a little different. It's right. all in co- college football. Is yes. Especially
0: like that's a, that's a minor league baseball move, right? Like For the, sure. the Savannah bananas would do something like that. And maybe they have, maybe the Orioles stole it from them. I don't know. Um, Could be.
1: Shout out the Nanners.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, that's fucking hilarious. And then I saw the shirt, the dong bong. And I was like, that's great. That is good
1: I mean I, I didn't know that's what they called it But yeah that's That's even
0: better Maybe they didn't call it that but the, instantly The city of Baltimore produced shirts It's called it the dong bong
1: Which is funny because I've never no, I don't know anybody that's ever called a home run a dong Like a dinger You know Ding, Like dong. a dong references something else to me So <laughs> that's why it's like the dong bong it's funny it's it's good it's clever though i like it it's a good play you don't see it in pro sports it's all about alliteration had to rhyme
0: that's fair oh what's the what's what's the thing you want to talk about this week i'm gonna let you lead this off this is (laughs) your topic
1: yeah i mean it's kind of a debate but not really I, i just kind of want to discuss it yeah um i think it's just insane to me um The freaking AI, man. Yeah.
0: What's insane about it? I mean, have
1: you seen like the chat GPT and like the AI generated? I mean, you sent some like AI generated NFL logos and stuff. Yeah. And then I was messing with that one art one and I was like football in 2050. And then it was like a, a, like just a ray of light in the end zone. And Mm then I said Minnesota Vikings Super Bowl. And it looked like it was probably from 27 million years from now, uh, <laughs> stadium, right? Like looked like some Star Trek stuff. Yep. But there was the reason I wanted to bring it up is everybody keeps talking about like the chat GPT mm-hmm. and like kids are using it for homework now because it is really good. Like yep. if you ask chat ask chat GPT something that you know for sure. Right. Like I asked it some football questions. Like what's a good cover two beater in football? And it was like, oh you could run this or this or this like, Yeah, that's right. Like, it's just kind of nuts. Like, I'm like, okay. But then apparently somebody's chat GPT told them it didn't answer a question. And it said, I'm sad and I don't want to do this anymore. Then I was like, that's kind of wild if that's true, because that's always been the thing. Like when the robot starts thinking for itself and having emotions, that's when we're doomed. Sure. Sure. But then also watch, like, somebody is posting these. They're probably, like, 10, 15 minutes. It's telling, chat, whatever, some AI generator to produce a Joe Rogan podcast with so-and-so as the guest. So if you go to YouTube and you type in Joe Rogan AI experience yeah, and you watch the first one, it doesn't, like, it's not like a video, but it shows – the ai generated joe rogan yeah and it's talking and it sounds just like joe rogan and it says i repeat i'm not joe rogan i am what joe what ai thinks joe rogan sounds like okay and it is insane and then the second one is joe rogan and trump and it is nuts dude that this i mean if you just gave this snippet to somebody and be like, Hey, listen to this 10 minutes of the Joe Rogan podcast with Donald Trump. Mm. People would be like, Oh yeah, for sure. Mm. For sure. That's, that's the thing. Sure. But my biggest thing is like, now are we going to be able to fake everything that good? Yeah.
0: I mean, I think you are or it can, which is scary. For in, sure, in some respects, right? Uh, what's real, what's not? Um, I I watched, uh, I should I watched clips, but then I also listened to this podcast of the guy who founded Chat GPT or Open AI, right? Yeah, and he's like the main developer or one of the co-main developers, um, and you know he's he's talking about where it's at. Right now, and where it's going, and he's basically like, "Dude, we are two days old. that's not uh, you know man. like it, it's it's you know what is it chat g p t four version four is out now, you know, but yeah it will be like five thousand at some point, um, and he compared it to computers, right the you know which is a good reference point that, you know, like when computers first came out, um, they were super limited in what they could do and every like year or, you know, next iteration, whenever they were right, like memory would double, um, you know, speed would double and so on and so forth. And he's like, you know, that's where it's going to go. Um, obviously like his big concern and like, I think the cool thing that he's doing is they're like developing it very publicly. Yeah. Um, so that people aren't scared of it. I think like my biggest fear of it is it will ruin the human experience. Um, and like, (sighs) take out so much of what it like means to be a human like any kind of thought process at all yeah like it it, it but it could also bring us a ton of joy right like <sighs> like a fa- you know a hundred years down the road you know does anyone have to do anything anymore yeah you know I don't know um but then, like, without a a sense of purpose, and like, in in some respects, that could be incredibly awesome. And like, like if somebody said to you right now, you don't have to do anything ever again in your life. You can just go live your life. You will have money because this thing does things for you. Um, you will have all of your services, man. You know, managed. Um, you know they'll they'll call the cleaning robots and you know order your food and manage everything for you and you can just go do whatever the fuck you want like holy shit that sounds awesome but then at a certain point that kind of that wears off real quick and what's left like what what would the human experience be like without some like personal goal and development and like striving for and obviously there's struggles that come with that right (laughs) um but yeah that's what that's what scares me like right now it's just like this fun toy sure that you know, as you mentioned, like you, you got on there and you're like, ah, Viking Super Bowl, right? Like what's that look yeah. like? Right. And people are playing around. Oh, it with looks a, like it never happens. actually, yeah, Right. It looked like it, uh, cr- happened on like Tatooine in like some star Wars land. Um, or they're, they're doing these like deep fake things, which is just kind of like this, this kitschy, you know, bit that people are putting together or people like created like, pictures of themselves right yeah and you can ask it to like write a screenplay and they're terrible right like it'll spit out a movie um but it learns right so if it spits out a movie and you can you can tell it like that's that's not good change it and it'll start doing that and so like it gets that feedback from you and it will it can start to create like movies for us and, shit. Yeah. and, like, I don't know. Like, again, like, so then we're not creative anymore. What are we going to do? Right. Like, literally, what the fuck right. are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, they talk about how it can be so, like, exciting for us because you can use it to, like, enhance your life. I don't know. I mean.
1: I mean, you could, for sure. I think the biggest thing is, like, I know a guy I work with, he said that his nephew got caught using it at school, but it took a while because he even told his dad, he's like, dad, all I do is I tell chat GPT to write me an essay on the after effects of the civil war, but written by a sixth grader and I'm in seventh grade. So then it dumbs it down even more. Mm hmm. And then it does it and it's like, yeah, like it took a while, but they're like, Hey, sorry, sir. Your son's not this smart to know any of this. So you doing his homework, you know, Mm -hmm. and then the kid ratted, but it's like, it's just a wild deal. I mean, I, I'm not scared of it, I guess. I think it's wild. If that's true that it's actually like coming up with emotions, like, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah. Um, but I also watched this robot uh, video on Twitter of like, I don't know, some convention and they were like showing you how a robot could take over and start bussing tables. And it did eight minute of work and it collapsed on the floor. Like it was just dog tired and having a heart attack. <laughs> so I think we're a very long ways away from for robots sure. actually taking over. Uh, I mean, at least like, you know, day to day I sell welding supplies, and so, like, the biggest thing right now has been, like, a lot of, like, welding robots. Sure. But, I mean, it's just, like, a simple machine. I mean, it's obviously extremely complex, but it's it's just simple enough to run small process parts so you don't have to hire that guy at $20 an hour anymore, right? right. Like, there is little things for people to be replaced, but also people don't work. So, I mean, I guess, like, oh, it makes up, and you don't have to worry about that guy calling in sick. So, yeah. It's just a crazy place. I mean, I guess I always kind of thought by 2023 we'd be living like the Jetsons. And now we have a computer talking to us. And we're like, that's kind of weird, you know? For sure. And
0: yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think, again, I think it's fun. I wanted to, like, come up with some random shit to put in there. Yeah. For tonight. Uh, So what did I? I I think the first question I'm going to ask it is. Did we land
1: on the moon? It's a computer, Jeff. I hope it says, who is we?
0: I should have asked for a limited response. (laughs) Uh, Yes, humans landed on the moon during the Apollo space program. First crewed mission, July 20th, 1916. Well, i have seen that's just like Google. Um, That's what I'm saying. I was just going
1: to say Google. Here's what I want you to ask it right now. Because it's going to be a good segue. Yeah. I want you to ask it for sports betting locks for right. April 14th, 2023. Let's see how good this thing is. All right. Hold on. I got to start a new chat.
0: Well, because it can't predict the future.
1: Why? Why can't it? How do you know?
0: Well, it's locked. Um, it only has like limited knowledge. Right? like it doesn't so know current events. Right? So if I yeah. asked it like what's the weather today uh in Phoenix, Arizona, it won't be I it shouldn't be able to give me a response. Oh, see, let's see. Yeah, I don't have access to real-time weather information. Okay. Well, it, yeah, so I the way I understand it is it's uh like it's it's in a box. If yeah. that makes sense. It's like, it doesn't have access to the world. Right. It, it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. so I, let me follow up to the moon landing thing. It's like, what would you say to someone who thinks we didn't? <laughs> okay. say? Well, it's, it's spitting it out. uh, <laughs> It's still going. (laughs) We're on point. Uh, Uh, If someone believes the moon landing was faked, despite the overwhelming evidence to the contrary, it can be challenging to convince them otherwise. However, there are a few points you should consider. One, the sheer number of people involved in the Apollo space program makes it highly unlikely that such a massive conspiracy could be successfully kept a secret. Two, the evidence supporting the moon landing is extensive and varied. It includes photographs, videos, moon rocks brought back from the lunar surface, as well as testimonies from the astronauts and those involved in the missions. All
1: right, Jeff, that's enough. We get it.
0: The technology, and then three, the technology required to fake the moon landing did not exist at the time. In the 1960s, it was not possible to simulate the low-gravity environment of the moon, lack of atmosphere, or complex lighting conditions presented on the lunar surface. Then,
1: they didn't have bungee cords in 1969.
0: <laughs> and then it, and it wraps it up and says, overall, while it is understandable that people may be skeptical of the extraordinary claims, the overwhelming evidence supporting the reality of the moon landing, makes it highly unlikely that it was faked. So it doesn't even say, like, it doesn't say for sure, right? Like, highly yeah, unlikely.
1: That's what I'm saying,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, like, so some of, like, the cool conversations I've seen in that is... It like provides nuance, right? Like it's not yeah. starting a fight with you in a no. sense, right? It's no. basically like, look, it's tough to convince people, but here's some things to consider. And then overall, it's highly unlikely. Not like it's a fact. Like it doesn't know that for sure. That's right. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, are you scared of it? Or, or no what I'm not. Do.
1: I just think it's crazy, I guess, right? It's new to us, so it's just something like I said it's just something new it's just nuts
0: absolutely I'm gonna watch uh and th- they have like a bunch of like uh safeguards on it, so you can't ask it questions that like there will be things like it will not answer yeah, like if you asked uh how how do I build a bomb for five dollars yeah, it won't tell you that it won't give you that. Right. But Google would. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) So you put on a watch list real quick.
1: For sure. Not a good one.
0: I'm going to ask it given the amount of natural resources available on the planet Earth and the current population, how long until we run out?
1: (laughs) Oh, forever, dude. We're good. But again, that's probably a Google question.
0: I was hoping it was going to say, like, we're all going to die in 30 years. (laughs) 16.7
1: hours. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) Publish, publish, publish. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it's just like a fun toy to me. Yeah, it is. Now. Um, We'll see where it goes, man. For sure. All right. So... That was another thing we were talking about that we do not understand. <laughs> no, I don't. Good times. Don't. Good times. Uh, bets. Let's get into picks, man. Our picks of the week.
1: Let's go. How'd you do last week? Ofer.
0: Big fat over. Yeah, it didn't hit shit. Uh, I did, however, uh, hit my futures bet from
1: almost a month ago
0: of ROM to win plus 850. So that's you, nice. did. you did yourself.
1: Two and one, baby.
0: We're back. Two, oh, winning score.
1: Yeah. The masters winning score 14 or under and the Cubs game, the little double up and yeah. real close. I know. To going three and oh, so I was a real close. close Bender oh, I should have just taken the TKO, but I wanted to be tough. I mean, man, first off, I didn't really believe that Izzy was going to win that fight. And then nothing was better, not to sidetrack us from bets, but that that video that I shared to my Instagram and then sent to you guys of him basically talking shit to Pereira's kid, I was like, yeah, dude, fuck them kids. That was so good, though. He's like... Here's the deal, man. I'm petty. When he knocked me out in Brazil, his kid got into the ring, kept falling over in front of me like he was <laughs> dead. So I saw that little fucker, pointed at him, and I fell. And then the, the camera that panned to Pereira's kid, like as soon as he saw it, saw Izzy fall, he just turns to his mom and he starts falling. And that kid is maybe <laughs> 10 years old. And it was like, I mean, just imagine like Jack watching you get knocked out in front of millions of people. And then the guy who knocked you out points at you and falls oh, yeah. over.
0: That kid's got some trauma.
1: <laughs> First. <sure. laughs> and Pereira's done fighting. He's moving up to 205, so probably oh, won't see that fight again.
0: No. Yeah, that was that was beautiful. A beautiful ending of a story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure how you're mastered like when you were saying that to me, I was like, I'm not sure if I'm capturing what he's saying correctly. So, okay, so you did hit that one. Two and one, out of boy. Fucking yep. winner of the week. Let's go.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time coming, like ever, on the pod. Um, so that's cool. Um, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back, we're winning money, we're doing big things. What you got this uh, week? So I'm gonna stick with the same same little, same little run. We're gonna do a safe, a double up, and then a, a long shot. All right. So my safe bet of the week, stick in the UFC. It's UFC Fight Night. Max Holloway just taking him to win outright. Money line minus one ninety six.
0: Okay. All right. Holloway minus one ninety six. Uh, my first. Um, I'm gonna go back to something I employed earlier on the pod, probably one of our first episodes. Um and it's going to be like my mantra moving forward forever and ever until the end of time. Um but I'm going OKC money line plus 172 over the Wolves.
1: So it's your emotional hedge.
0: Yep. I'm just I'm picking against my teams from now on and if my teams win, emotionally I will be satisfied. Uh if they lose, financially I will be rewarded
1: that's hilarious because i thought about coming on here and making my long shot of the week the timberwolves minus 220. (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: a a, that's an accurate uh assessment i would say
1: yeah heavy heavy favorites minus 220 um i like it though because it's probably gonna hit the Wolves. (laughs) let's get rid them. yeah Uh, my double up of the week, okay. Some we haven't bet on in a minute, but it's a little NASCAR head to head. They're at Martinsville this weekend, okay. Ross Chastain to finish higher than Kurt Busch plus 102.
0: Wow, how long did you have to dig for that?
1: No, there's not a lot of props on NASCAR. That's the thing that kind of sucks is like. Same with golf. Like, there's a ton of props for the majors. Yeah. Like, they could run those props weekly. Like, why would – take people's money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Like, so, like, Daytona 500, when we first bet, started betting on NASCAR, there was tons of props. Sure. And now it's just, like, the heads, you can – basically, like, three balls, kind of, two in NASCAR, right? Same stuff. But, I mean, just take our money.
0: Yeah. Give me options. Give me options. <laughs>
1: Give That's me a thousand need. different things to bet on in one single event. Take most of my money. That's mm-hmm, all I ask. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I heard that. Uh, I put together a parlay UFC uh, hey. for my next. next, uh, and so it is. Jacoby. So it's it's that it's the same cards, the top three fights. Jacobi to win outright. He's the favorite. Barboza yep. to win. He's the dog, and then Holloway to win. Uh, outright, and that is a plus 489 3 leg. I like that. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I do too. I went with one dog.
1: You got to mix it up. Correct. All right. All right. So my real long shot of the week. Okay. If you tuned in the other night, T-Wolves game, which I didn't for much more than the last five minutes regulation – and then I literally shut it off, and then I saw the T Wolves <laughs> scored. So missed all that fun stuff in OT. My <laughs> long side of the week tomorrow night. This guy did not have a good game for the Wolves. He's supposed to be the franchise player. Ooh, it's at home too, right? It's at Target Center. It's
0: supposed to be, yeah.
1: Ant Man, forty plus points plus a thousand. Whoa.
0: I like that.
1: Drop a 40-burger on the Thunder, formerly known as the Supersonics of Seattle.
0: That'd be dope. And they'd win, most likely.
1: Probably not. Probably still lose by two. Rudy Gobert would probably try to knock him out on the 39th point. Watch (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) Shout out, Wolves. Find some new way to fucking break our hearts, Ben. Some new way. Do you
1: think they can trade that COVID starting SOB for anything? I think they regret it for sure. Yeah, I would because I would rather have Pat Bev right now. Yeah. That was part of the deal. Yep.
0: Yeah. Not our best move. Not a Herschel Walker. Thanks a lot, A-Rod. Yeah, thanks, A-Rod. Motherfucker. Uh, Dumb, dumb. Yeah, my next is also NBA uh going to saturday ooh and i am taking um, created a five leg parlay it's a long shot in that i picked all favorites philly boston cleveland memphis and phoenix money line. plus love it what's that plus 405 that's it huh Well, they're all favorites that's why i get
1: it but five but five to hit i mean 405 right? i mean they're all big favorites <laughs>
0: No, for sure. So
1: also I don't think I really understand the play in tournament because I thought the T Wolves were done actually.
0: Yeah, no. So. Uh it's it is What do you
1: play for? The six, seven, and eight?
0: No, so the play in is seven, eight, nine and ten. What? So the Lakers. In? The Lakers won.
1: So they're the 7.
0: So they're automatically the 7, and now they're playing for the 8 seed. So since the Timberwolves lost to the 7 seed, they then play the winner of the 9-10. Essentially, the 9-10 has to win twice, whoever that would be, to get in, whereas the 7 and 8 seeds only have to win once.
1: Interesting, dude. I don't get it. I don't like it. I I, I just I
0: think it's stupid.
1: 1 through 8 like the old days, you know?
0: Agreed. I think it's dumb. Now half the fucking league makes the fucking playoffs. Stupid.
1: Yeah, talk it's about rewarding ineptness. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, T World was even a five hundred ball club this year. Probably right out. forty-one and forty-one.
0: I think they were. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying that with it's a lot a of confidence. It's tough look. <laughs>
1: it's tough look. NBA.
0: Yeah, it is. Agreed.
1: Gather your governors and make a change. <laughs> That's what the owners are called in the NBA now. Oh. They're not owners. They're not owners in National Basketball Association. They're governors. Oh. Good day, governor. Good day, governor. If you don't say that, if you work security at any of the major arenas and you don't say that every time a governor walks past you. Hello, governor. Hello, governor. Yeah, How's it going, you're dude? missing out on a golden opportunity. You really are to get fired, probably.
0: <laughs> no, you got to lean into it, man. They won't. They won't fire if you lean into it. Become a character.
1: Yeah, wear a top hat. Be that security guard. Carry a cane. <laughs> Put a little one eyeglass in. I'm the Hello, gov- governor. I'm the governor security. Yeah, you look like Mister Peanut. <laughs> That's how you get away with it. Perfect. 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 Wear pants though.
0: All right, should we wrap this up? Let's do it. All right, brother. Uh, everybody listening, greatly appreciate it. It uh, means a lot to Benito and I that you would spend any time with us on your Friday and then potentially into your weekend. So, uh, yeah, kill your Friday if you're listening to it on Friday. Otherwise, have a kick-ass fucking weekend. Um, party your ass off if you want. Relax. Enjoy the weather. It's spring. Ben, do your thing, boy.
1: Hey, man. Have a good weekend, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Please like, comment, share, subscribe. Unsubscribe. Subscribe again. Rate five stars. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do, back to even. Why you gotta be a
0: in my Please leave me alone. That I just like my privacy It ain't nothing wrong If you choosing not to ride with me I got a sidekick You know how Batman Robin be Oh Bonnie and Clyde My feelings is down to ride
1: I just say the word The dog is jumping the fence I ain't say a word The shorty say give me this Oh that was your girl She screaming my government I hopped off the curb I ain't looking back since